recording. Ooh, a new TV spot. Ready? Welcome, everybody, to Fandom Nights, where we break down pop culture one fandom at a time. I'm Chris. I'm Dustin. And I'm Sherman. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Today we're talking about... Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Today we're talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender, book two, episode ten, The Library. It was released on July 14th, 2006. And, uh, yeah, Dustin, take us to the story. All right. Well, it starts off with uh, Aang starting this his orchestra of prairie dogs. Or what do they yeah. call Sherman? You know, they're actually just gophers. All right, gophers. gophers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I call them prairie dogs, too, but yeah. But yeah, they, they didn't have any mixed... Uh, that was the only creature, really, I saw. Well, other than the... There was wolves or foxes. Foxes. The prairie dogs and then the, the owl, which was the spirit more than anything else. But, mm. Yeah. We saw the lion turtles, too. Yeah, we saw them in our flashback. Yeah. Um, I like that they're doing mini vacations. Like, right. <laughs> I actually put down in creatures. Lion turtles! <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, the gang is uh, making plans for everyone to have a little mini vacation. And so uh, Katara was up next to um, decide on her mini vacation. And she chose the Misty Palm Oasis. Which, if you guys don't know, is in Legend of Korra. Remember? Oh, mm-hmm. Really? Um, it's when it's in season four when they're chasing some some person that's uh, working with Kuvera. Okay. Hmm. And they go to the Misty Palms. It's the natural ice springs, right? (laughs) Which was kind of (laughs) cool. And he was like, "Yeah, I must have changed ownership. (laughs) (laughs) Why did that been here?" It's like, "Yep." Well, they're they're chopping down the ice to make those little cups (laughs) over and over again. Yeah, kidding. Capitalism, man. Uh, Once they get to the. Uh, Misty Palms Oasis, though, the gang meets a traveler or professor who uh, tells them about Wan Chi Tong's library that holds a vast collection of knowledge. Professor Zay? Zay? Zay. Zay. Yeah. And uh, Sokka was up next to pick his mini vacation, so he chose the library! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my vacation? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so the prof- professor asks, uh, or he was like amazed that the Aang had a sky bison. Mm-hmm. I want to see the sky bison, and so Sokka's like, "Would or no, you he, like to see?" He's like, "We're gonna go to the library." Well, I've I've ventured into the desert hundreds of times or whatever, and I've never found it. Uh, let me take you to our sky bison. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the professor asks Appa if he's the last of his kind, and Appa growls, and then the professor says, "Delightful." So I got the me- hint meaning of like. Appa said, no, I'm not the last man. Well, but then he also says, delightful. I wish that I spoke your language. Like, so he, he says oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says that he doesn't understand him. He's just like, this True. is great. He's I, literally just. I heard a sky bison growling. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, just information. Yes. Yeah. Bring it on. I don't know what but it means, they, but. He isn't the last of his kind, which is cool. So. Yeah, yeah. Have we seen sky bison? In the graphic yet? novels. I know, but yet only in flashbacks oh i know so okay so the only time we see that there's other sky bison still alive is in the graphic novels Mm -hmm. well and in cora okay right Hmm. cool i'm glad they didn't kill him off um so uh they're flying in the fly bison and they're trying to find the the library in the middle of the desert and i think it would be so easy to see because of how massive it is or whatever mm-hmm. and then uh, Toph is like it's over there there it is <laughs> <laughs> I love everyone believes her <laughs> and everyone's like where where she's like that's what it'll sound like when you guys do see it 
Goes <laughs> all John Cena on me. You can't see me. <laughs> and so uh, the gang eventually finds the like tip top of the library and discover that it's been buried in the sand, like the entire thing. Did did the owl? S- no, the owl didn't say that he buried it yet. It had just been covered by the sand, right? At this point, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. who knows if he didn't sink it if other travelers came? Right. Yeah. Maybe he sunk it after uh, Zhao left. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Maybe it's just poking up because the the sand parted or something. But there's a story that I just heard this last week about this Lenin statue in Antarctica. It's like the f- most ex- inaccessible point in the world. And Russia went down there and put the statue of Lenin, and it's slowly been getting covered by the ice. So right now, all you can see is like his shoulders. So it just reminded me of this episode how the sand's kind of taking this thing over. Hmm. Um. So the gang finds the the library, but uh, Toph does not want to go inside because she can't feel the ground, and she doesn't really care for the books either. Wait. (laughs) Yeah. She's just like I can't read, so it's literally gonna do me no good. (laughs) I've I've held them. They don't do much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aang discovers a book about lion turtles. Mm-hmm. I, I put down a... What did I put down a note on this one? Uh, Avatar 1 question mark? Because like, there's a single guy standing in front of that lion turtle. Oh. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. hinting at like... That'd be cool. <laughs> I like when they go into the library. He's like, look at those beautiful buttresses. And everyone laughs. laughs. <laughs> We're just excited about architecture. As am I. <laughs> Uh, the gang discovers a planetarium that uncovers an eclipse that they need to tell the Earth King about, but Wan Chi Tong discovers that they lied about, like, not manipulating their his knowledge or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then uh, the owl person starts chasing everyone out. Yeah, because they go in there and they're fr- trying to find the darkest day or whatever in the mm-hmm. Earth Kingdom, and they find out that there's another solar eclipse coming, and then that's when the owl turns crazy and the owl is not happy (laughs) like he turns into like a mix between an owl and like a dragon almost because his neck gets longer and longer and just more uh, there's a reason for that though oh there is okay what is it so because so he becomes more serpentine because uh in a lot of like mythologies and folklore uh owls and serpents are both represented as like knowledge uh creatures of vast knowledge okay so there is a reason why he's a mix Mm -hmm. okay interesting yeah, it's just the, the longer his neck got, the scarier it was. And owls are kind of like that. Like, owls do have kind of longer necks than you think that they do. Dude, they've got weirder bodies than you think they yeah. do. Like, have you ever seen one, like, where it's, like, when it, like, legs fully, like, extend and, like, you... Their legs are, like, so, like, you hold it like this, but their legs will, like, drop, like, this far down. Yeah. They're just, like... <sighs> I saw a picture... They're almost, like, squatting. It was actually, like, well, yesterday yeah, really where I saw a picture of an owl sitting on the ground and someone lifted up the, the feathers... And the owl was sitting, like, cross-legged. It was like, like in, in the post, it was like, I didn't know ap- owls sat, sat crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. Uh, yeah, so the gang discovers, or the gang, they kind of split up once Wanchi Tan is uh, chasing them or whatever. Sokka and Aang decide to go back into mm-hmm. the planetarium and find out when the next solar eclipse is going to mm-hmm. happen before Sozin's Comet. Oh, there's a cool scene here where Aang, like, pulled the the professor, because the professor was trying to, like, appease the spirit or whatever, and instead of, like, pushing him away, he, like, had to, like, suck him towards him, so he, like, lowered the air pressure and just, like, it was just a cool use of airbending right there. And then Sokka's, like, uh, 
you go take Momo outside. Like he's just worried about Momo. <laughs> and I told Rosie we we're watching it together. I'm like, oh, and he just who cares about the professor? I guess. And the professor's like, or someone says like, what about professor? It was just funny because Rosie just said it, and I'm like, what about the professor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think it was yeah. Katara and Sokka were climbing up the rope or whatever, and mm -hmm. then they were looking back, and the professor was still there reading a bunch of books. Yeah. And like, you coming? He's like. You know, I searched my entire life looking for this library. Like, I'm going to stay here yeah. until I die. <laughs> I, <can't. And> <laughs> I need does. the knowledge. And he does. Because like, in The Legend of Korra, uh -huh. when they go to Wan Chi Tong's library, they pan to a shot of You a see of this bones. guy's skeleton. <gasps> you see you this do? Guy's skeleton. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> was he in the same spot? Like, right no, in the, in the no, entrance? No, but like, he was still surrounded by a bunch of books and had in the really? same outfit around his corpse. That's Sad, but I mean, you got what he wanted, I guess. But man, downside is imagine like the rest of his life is really probably like the next like week. Oh yeah, you can only right. survive like yeah, a week you don't or have two food. without eating. <laughs> I suppose the foxes will give you some meat or I don't know. no, because they wanted meat from Saka. Oh yeah, they're no, not going to bring I extra meant, food. For... I mean, the foxes you could. Eat. No, I mean, it's not good, but there's animals in there you can eat. Mm -mm. You couldn't eat foxes. They're not foxes. What are they? They're spirits. The foxes are spirits. Too? Yeah, I put down oh. real creatures, but they're not because they're technically uh, spirits. Oh. They work for Washi uh, Wanshi Tong. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they go out in the world and grab scrolls and stuff and mm -hmm. bring it back. Yeah. Bring back knowledge. Hmm. That's what happened in my lost book. I'm looking for that thing. <laughs> so uh, Wanshi Tong starts. I think he was either earthbending or airbending of some sort, and he's bringing down the library. Because he starts swirling air and stuff or something, and then the mm. whole thing keeps crashing down. Like, he's got to be earthbending or doing some kind of something to make the whole library sink down. He's a spirit, sand. though, so it's more like spirits just doing something. And it's questionable because when Katara, like, tries to, like, fight him, he's like, oh, I've studied... Um, uh, Northern style, southern style, and, and so foggy swamp style. Foggy swamp style, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's, I love that, because Sokka, like, hits him with a book. Can that... Can that uh, spirit. Can well, I thought he hit him with Oh well, he hit him, and then he's like, "That's soccer style. Learn that. Yeah. <laughs> Learn that." Can, can any spirits bend? Has that been ever seen? Mm. Well, Moonlock. Remember, he combines with the Dark Avatar, and he still bends. Yeah. Combines with the Avatar, though. With the Dark Avatar. In Korra. Uh, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't yeah, count I it as bending, but it's kind of an animal, so I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. So this is where they find that the eclipse is happening, and I did have a question about the eclipse. Yeah. So eclipses only happen in one area, you know what I mean, or you know, along a, a line mm -hmm. in the world. So how do they know? Like, where is that the the where is the library in <laughs> the the grand scheme of the world? Like. If you went way up to the Northern Water Tribe, there wouldn't be an eclipse up there if there was one down in the Fire Nation. So this is actually something I saw on online about this, because uh -huh. uh, that point specifically, uh, this library and this like lunar calendar mm -hmm. proves that in this universe, the moon and the sun don't operate on the same planes. Oh, as they do in, in our universe. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, I thought we weren't defining real world. No, 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 but, but that's it's, that's it's what a, I'm saying. Like, this, question. This, that's why the, it proves that, like, for this one, like, mm -hmm. that it would happen everywhere. It would cover the entire planet. 
mm. potentially instead of just one area. The entire planet. So the moon must be in this universe, like way bigger or something, or, or something. Or yeah. Just the scale is just I don't know. right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Maybe the Earth is smaller. I don't know. Interesting. I, I think you. I think you brought up that point in some other episode where you're like, yeah, when they get to the library, like this proves that something happens because that's when we were really. That's in a way previous episode where we were oh, really debating the the realism of stuff. And you're like, just wait till we get to the library episode. <laughs> so maybe I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. So tough. Um, is uh, out. So Wanchi Tan starts making the library sink or whatever, mm -hmm. and Toph starts to notice that, and so <clears throat> she has to, you know, start doing what she can to hold the building up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then she starts feeling uh, and hearing like people coming, those sandbenders coming to try to take Appa, and so she has to make a decision of trying to save her friends or right. save Appa, and so she chose to save her friends, and right. Appa gets taken. Not without her. trying. Oh right, yeah. she shoots blindly. Yeah. Which would suck. That was a really good scene. Just she, she can't see, she can't feel, and she's trying her best to do everything in that situation. And if this was on normal land, she'd be unstoppable. That like oh, yeah. she would have been able to take him out instantly. Everything would be saved. But she's like even more weak, and like it just it was like heartbreaking almost to see her just like try to to save everybody but fail because she can't see. And, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then man. At the end, the, the where's Appa thing, and Aang just like starts tearing up. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, that one line made this episode for me. Like, the acting was amazing. All this stuff is amazing because, like, the emotion behind that from, like, a how old, how old was the voice actor in this? 12 or yeah. something? Like, whoa, I felt that when you said that. Maybe just because I have a connection with Appa and the whole gang right now, but I felt that. I think that he's line. like 13 at this point, but yeah. still, yeah. Yeah. It was good. So yeah, Aang got back up to the surface and asked about Appa, and Toph just kind of didn't really answer, I guess. Yeah. Just kind of told him like I. I think didn't. I think I think they have the conversation in the next oh, beginning yeah. in the next episode, yeah. But in so this one, there, it just yeah. ends with, wait, where's Appa? And it, it just I don't know, right in the feels. Right. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, Sherman, Sherman, what do you got? So a couple, uh, well, a little trivia. Did you know that uh, Tong is uh, translates from Chinese? No. Into actually, he who knows ten thousand things. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Wanchi <laughs> Tong. Huh. He who knows ten thousand things. And when he said that, I'm like, only ten thousand. Like, I know I mean, you've got this vast library. It's a lot of things to know, but like, I feel like if I really took the time to list out all the things I know, it'd probably be more. I don't know. I wonder how many things people can know. Yeah. Well, considering like, just like us individually, yeah. Like, you know how I am with like music lyrics and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and random like, random like movie yeah, TV like stuff, which I think it, like makes my stutter like worse the more I like I go through things. Because, like, if I don't think about it, I have no problem, like, just spewing facts. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I sit there and think about it, like, I'm just like, uh... Like, my my brain's going, but, like, my mouth just doesn't know how to, like, get it out. Most adult native uh, speakers uh, know between 20,000 and 35,000 words. So, just words. 
If we're talking about just a word, we yeah, really but like, so like, not not words, because like he he specifically asks for like knowledge. Yeah. Like, so I, well, I would so imagine you're thinking like ten thousand things are like there's ten thousand things in this library. Well, he, I mean, the funny, I I don't think he knows everything in his own library. That's. Mm-hmm. Like that's why like he keeps having like. If he has yeah, his foxes, part. like his, his knowledge seekers, keep bringing him new stuff, like all the time. He can't just keep. Oh, I'm the. I am Wang Chitan, he who knows ten thousand five hundred and sixty-three things. Like he can't just keep changing the numbers. Uh, yeah, I think it's him. Just <laughs> it's just hey, flexing. I know a lot, bro. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a. He who knows really everything, right. essentially. Right. Right. Because ten thousand is a big number. The Library of Congress has more than sixteen million books. Whoa. So I would imagine this is way bigger than the library. We gotta find the president's book in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. uh, not only that, you gotta remember that uh, in Cora, you you find out that like some of his information isn't correct either. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Because like Cora's uh, like, oh, like I heard, or he's like, well, you're supposed to bring me like some new piece of information. Yeah. She's like. Do you know how radios work? And he's like, "Yeah, there's a tiny little man who sits in the box and tells you the information." <laughs> She's like, "Actually, no, it's a, it's radio waves." And like, oh. and he's like, "Oh, I've been fed misinformation." Looks at one of his foxes, and he's like, <laughs> and "The fox is like, oh. yeah, it's like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm dinner tonight." <laughs> there was like a couple foxes in the Avatar, and now in Korra, there's only one. <laughs> oh, he gets uh, hungry. Do we see a couple in this episode? For the library? I know we see one. Uh, it's hard to tell if it's the same one over yeah, and over that's and true. Yeah. Um, More of a joke. Okay. Didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I think there's only one. <laughs> um, you got anything else? for? So, cast for this. Mm-hmm. So good. And I looked up... So, first up, Wan Chi Tong is uh, Hector Elizondo from Last Man Standing. Pretty Woman... Uh, what's the other one you mentioned? I don't mention that. No, you mentioned some like, another uh, thing. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. Um, however, Professor Zane. So the guy who's like, no, no, I'll just stay behind. Uh, is voiced by Raphael Sparge. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's literally S Barge. Uh, did you guys ever watch Once Upon a Time? Mm, the show. Yeah. I've seen an episode here or there, but yeah, not so really he plays his, the, like his most recurring role is from mm-hmm. that show, okay. where he's uh, he plays Jiminy Cricket. Oh. Uh, hmm. However, I looked at this guy's like isn't it like filmography here? Mm-hmm. So he has been in every single different version of CSI and CIS. Whoa. He's been in four different uh, versions of Law and Order. Different character in every episode. <laughs> he's not like he's just the like same the random dead body, a random yeah. background character, or something. So like, I'm pretty sure he's just like on file for like CBS, or he's just like, yeah. all right, we need a random dude, uh, random white man. Hmm. Uh, here you go. Okay. Because he's like, yeah, Criminal Minds, regular and suspect behavior, Elementary, Hawaii Five O, Without a Trace, True Crime, Cold Case, Weird, Mentalist, Numbers. Every kind of crime he's, show. Every crime show known to man. He's just like that background character. And that's and kind can, of what he is in this, too. And I'm not so. even kidding. It goes back to, like, Crossing Jordan and, like, NYPD Blue. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's a thing for crime dramas. Apparently. <laughs> wow. He's just quite never got his break. You know? He does He does some <laughs> voice acting, though, because well, he's, he's done like, voice acting for uh, the Avatar? video game. Uh, 
Well, the no, uh, the video game for uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, mm. couldn't play that. Uh, Darth something. I can't. Remember. I just saw that Knights of the Old Republic is uh, Knights of the Old Republic is available on iOS right. to play. Like, if you want to play it, <laughs> like yeah, sure, buy it. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird to play on my iPhone, but. All right, so uh, for bending numbers in this episode, we didn't have any of water, which was interesting, but... Uh, Tara didn't take even a tenth? No. Hmm. No. You know, because she was she about to, away. she like pauses. And she was oh, gonna, yeah. but then he's like, I've studied all these other things. Yep, yep. And then uh, there was 24 of earth, zero of fire, and six of air. So it wasn't, wasn't all that much in this episode. Just a lot of reading. Sounds good. Um... Alright, so do you guys got anything else in this episode? Should we rate it? Go for it. What do you think of the story arc in this one, Dustin? Uh, it was good. I'll yeah. give it a nine. Nine. Uh, how about the execution? Nine. Nine. The writing? Nine, sure. Nine. Just. <laughs> I really don't have anything on it, so. Yeah. yeah well, do you think it was. If it was average, it would be like a seven. It's a good story. I don't know. Yeah, good story. Nine. Uh, delivery. I'm gonna say that was. I'm gonna say a nine on that one as well because it was decent up until the very end, and then it was like exceptional. I feel like <laughs> so. I don't know. Actually, I'm gonna say an eight on that one because except for that one ending scene, it was just normal. Uh, believability uh, action. So where they were, the environments, and all that stuff. I. Give that a eight. You couldn't really tell where they were in the library. Like you know, they go down, but then it's like, which way is the planetarium thing? It seems like it was that way first. I don't know. I don't think it plays an important role. Though. No, yeah. Uh, believability, uh, character developments, and all that stuff. Uh, nothing good or bad. So I'm gonna say seven. So, uh, Sherman. Seven uh, hold on, real quick. It was sorry, Knights of the Old Republic two. Mm-hmm. And oh, he plays uh, okay. Karth Onasi. Is it Darth Karth? No, it says Karth. I'd hmm. rather just read it as Darth originally. Weird. Karth on Aussie. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if he plays the guy with the dual, dual pistols then. I don't know. I never played him. Uh, Sherman, what did you think of the sounds and the score and effects and mix and all that stuff? Uh, I thought it was awesome. Uh, specifically, um, I, I gave it a 9 for the sound. Okay. Uh, so the score, I loved when, especially when uh, Sokka and Anger in the lunar calendar room oh. and he's like shifting it yeah. did you know that's like the actual Chinese calendar by the way oh really yeah cause like oh, cool. the, the final ring at the very end mm-hmm. uh, you actually see like the Chinese zodiac whoa okay oh yeah um but yeah that was like spot on for like just the intensity for like we need to figure this out like mm-hmm. huh. yeah um visuals I gave it an 8 um I think mm-hmm. it was excellent focus on like the like while they were like um framing everything like they gave mm-hmm. like everybody who was talking like the right kind of like amount of time okay um editing however this is why i gave it an eight because even though they gave like really good attention like early on um because every time like toff has her feet up you can see that they're dirty yeah uh however they're like um big issue with how like the library s- setup was because in the initial scene when they come down, mm-hmm. like, on the rope, they're on a cross path like this. Okay. 
but when they're leaving, it's just an individual line. Yeah. And I'm like, where'd the other, like, cross, cross <laughs> like, walkway right. go? Right. Um, sp- uh, for effects, I gave it a nine. Um, as, like, the desert itself and, like, the library. Oh, effects, you gave it a nine? Okay. Yeah. Um, the library, besides, like, the one editing issue, I thought was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolls and smoothies, the attention to detail on, like, the... Um, all the props mm-hmm. and then the kind of cheesy effects for like um, when they're like in the misty palms and like going down into the library I thought it was kind of cool yeah um, but yeah okay uh, so what do we want to rate this episode overall I personally gave it a 9 9 I think it was really good it set up a lot of stuff for the future had a good basic story no one really, like, grew or anything crazy, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd be fine with a nine overall. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so this one this one was a tough one because it's set up because, uh, did you, you saw the time, like, the date that the, this one was released, right? Yeah, July 14th. So the next one was also released on the same day. Because when they were originally aired, right. which is why I, I, earlier when I was telling you about how, like, Zuko and Iroh show up on the cast list for this episode, but they're never in the episode. Because this episode originally aired and didn't air as a single episode. Oh. It was a one-hour special. Oh, Specifically okay. called The Fury of Aang. Whoa. Okay. Um, these were five. Makes so. sense. Right? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that, yeah, because you get that build-up in this episode, and then like the next... Yeah, well, the next one, his anger just keeps him going. Just, up. oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. And then he goes sicko mode. <laughs> goes bananas. So, what are you doing over there? I'm doing math. Yeah. Looks like we gave it a. Watch unmuted <laughs> Yeah, 7.8. But, yeah, okay. Um, That's what we got for this episode. Uh, Dustin, you want to take us out? Sure. Well, thank you guys for watching this episode, episode of oh. Fandom Nights. Um, if you'd like to become a Fandom Knight, please check us out on Facebook, join our group uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. So that's all we got for us. So, Appa. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs>